0: Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of I Know Why the Nick Caged Bird Sings. The podcast where we watch every Nicolas Cage movie in chronological order so that you don't have to. I'm your host, my name is Steve, and joining me as always is my lovely, wonderful co-host, Hannah Martin. Hannah, how are you doing this week?
1: I just keep remembering that we have more of these animated movies that we have to watch.
0: Yes. So we watched another animated movie this week. This <laughs> week we watched Astro Boy.
1: You know how I feel about animated movies. If you've listened to the podcast long <laughs> enough, you know how I feel about animated movies. I like certain animated movies. Sure, sure. I like cute animals that talk. Yes. That's why I didn't hate G-Force. Even and though I thought true. I was going to hate G Force, I think it might just be a me problem. Where if there's a cute animal talking, even though they weren't cute, that's well, why I didn't love G Force.
0: <laughs> and that's but I didn't hate it. But you, but you hated the ant bully. Because I hated the ant bully because they were cute. not
1: cute. And then I fucking loathed the <laughs> Christmas Carol because <laughs> those mice were
0: not cute either. Right. We've got a few more animated movies to watch before this podcast is over. But are they all? none of them are uh, animals
1: i feel like that's rare i feel like most animated movies are about talking animals Mm -hmm.
0: well i'm sure that there's an at least a uh, humanoid talking animal in the Crudes, and Mm. john mulaney plays a talking pig human in
1: spider verse he's not
0: cute though Well, no, but he's funny, and it's generally a good movie, but we're not here to talk about those movies We're here to talk about Astro
1: Boy. We haven't even said that yet. We haven't (laughs) set
0: it up. It's based on the Japanese uh, manga, I guess.
1: Anime manga. Anime and manga.
0: Um, It's about a half-boy, half-robot superhero, is essentially how you can put it, and Nicolas Cage plays his father-slash-creator, so we'll get into that momentarily. Before we get into the plot of the movie and the Nick Cage scene by Nick Cage scene analysis... Hannah's going to kick us off with some numbers, some facts and figures. So what have you got for us this weekend?
1: So Astro Boy scored a 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb.
0: That's about average, I guess.
1: And a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: That's pretty low. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, for some things, certain comedies, certain action movies and kids movies, they're all sort of in the same category when it comes to Rotten Tomatoes in the sense that, like they can be rated low, but then they could still have a strong audience response. So what was the box office for this movie? Well,
1: it's a good segue because this did not have a strong audience <laughs> response. Okay. So the budget for this movie was 65 million US dollars. That's and a lot. Yeah. it made 42 million.
0: Yeah, that's not great. No. That's not great. No wonder they didn't make a sequel. We'll talk about that at the okay. end as well. But I, this movie is very similar to me as it very similar to G-force to me in the sense that it has an all-star cast mm-hmm. and they really took a big swing and a big miss. Well, I guess we'll talk later about why this movie missed so much. But um, I guess before we get into think, that, we can talk. And I the think scenes. some of
1: what I'm going to share mm-hmm. actually does explain why it missed so hard.
0: Okay, great.
1: So as Steve mentioned earlier, this is based off of an anime um, from Japan. So this anime ran from 1952 to 1968, and it was the first popular anime in history. Oh. So Astro Boy was like the OG, well, maybe not the OG anime, but the OG popular anime. It made anime and manga popular across the world, not just in Japan. Gotcha. Nick Cage actually watched Astro Boy, which we will talk about later. And then there were three TV shows based off of it that were spread out over the years. I think the most recent one was from 2003. But that was all produced in Japan in Japanese. Mm. In the anime, the boy, Astro Boy, is only wearing underwear and boots,
0: which... They do nod to that a few times in this movie, yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Very weird body that this boy has, which we will get into, and I suppose that is reminiscent of how he looked in the anime. Sure. So...
0: Where do you stand on subs versus dubs? What? I I wanted to ask you a niche anime question to confuse you. People who watch anime are in one of two camps. They're either in the subs or the dubs camp. What meaning, does that mean? Meaning that when they come from Japan, they're all in Japanese. So they need oh, like to watch Oh, like dubbed them over into English. Dubbed over or, into English or with or subtitle. subtitles. So where are you? Subs versus dubs?
1: I guess I'd rather watch something with subtitles because I think that the dubbing is too distracting. Gotcha. I don't mind watching movies with subtitles.
0: Fair enough. As long
1: as it's not like too late in the night and I have like glasses on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The problem with subtitles too is that if you get, especially if you're watching several episodes of an anime, It's like...
1: You have to focus. You have to
0: focus. You can't like, oh, this episode's boring. I'm going to go on my phone. Right. (laughs) Like you have to keep reading.
1: Or it would be hard for us, I think. Well, for you particularly because you take notes during the movie. If we had Uh, to watch a Nick Cage movie that was all subtitles where he actually knows another language, which I don't believe he does. No, this is Fluently.
0: This isn't Tempo... (laughs) He knows Nava. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. This isn't Tempo di Ucidiere or (laughs) whatever. Oh my God, yeah. Where it was in English. Then they dubbed it into Italian. Then dubbed it back to English.
1: Yes. Yeah, that was challenging to watch, but we're not here to talk about that. We're here nope. to talk about uh. Anyway, Astro sorry I Boy. derailed you. Go ahead. Just a bit, okay. Um, I was talking about the way that he looks, and I feel like I mm. should probably touch on that for a little while longer, um, so that I don't forget about it. How Astro Boy looks. Astro Boy, yeah, right. not in a cage, right? Um, we'll also talk about that, but we'll wait until we get into the movie to talk about that. So this movie was released in 3D in the United States. And as a lot of these movies, especially these animated movies that we've learned, there's a lot of back and forth and it gets handed over between studios because mm-hmm. these movies are really expensive to make. Mm-hmm. And especially because this was a Japanese cartoon mm-hmm. that the United States, a, any production company would have to buy the rights to. Right. So in 1997, Sony purchased the rights from Tezuka Productions, who I guess had the rights to all of the TV shows okay. that were made based upon the comic.
0: hmm. Manga. Uh,
1: sorry, anime. Manga. And they intend, so Sony in 97 intended to produce a live action
0: film. Oh, okay.
1: One thing led to another. Priorities changed that was no longer the goal. Yeah, then in like two thousand three a new um Japanese anime Astro Boy came out mm-hmm. and I, I guess like Sony just lost interest in it. Mm-hmm. So in Hong Kong, um a animation studio Imagi, or Imagi um announced in two thousand and six that they be they'd be making an animated film. And then in two thousand and eight Warner Brothers and A U.S. um, production company, Summit Entertainment, took over the film's distribution rights, and the film was released in 3D. But in Japan, when they released it, it was still released in 2D. Now, let's talk about—the reason I'm uh, getting—the reason I'm sharing all this is because I wanted to talk about his appearance.
0: Okay, so also, this is late 2009, and what came out in, I think, 2008 or early 2009, that was the biggest movie in history— was avatar oh yeah, yeah which was 3d so the, every movie swallowed up every by... movie and their mother was in 3d in the united in this states. Era. yeah
1: so yeah the timeline doesn't really make sense because these movies take a long time to make so if in 2006 this hong kong studio announced that they'd be making this film that means that they probably produced the film well not okay. produced it that they they animated the film
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then the united states production companies decided that they wanted to make everyone in the movie look more caucasian yeah because they were having white people voice everyone Mm -hmm. so in japan astro boy in particular i think the rest of the characters like they just didn't care about but astro boy in particular he looks like a manga because he is a manga Mm -hmm. and i think in the united states they pay like homage to the manga and i did mention like his eyes are definitely different than any other characters Mm -hmm. but when the united states production companies decided to make this a 3d film they made astro boy look more caucasian Hmm. so if you see a trailer or i guess watch the japanese version of this movie Mm -hmm. astro boy looks different he Mm -hmm. looks more i guess typical to what he would have looked like in the anime, like more of a Japanese boy.
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: So they really whitewashed this movie is yeah. what I'm trying to get <laughs> <Okay>. to.
0: <laughs> I kind of noticed that there were, what, exclusively white people in this movie? There were. There were. There was one, David Allen Greer did some voices, but that was the only... Oh, and Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> we'll get into that, I but guess. But that was it. Yeah.
1: This entire movie was white people and it's based off of Japanese a Japanese people. anime, right. which I think is horrible
0: it's honestly it's kind of still a problem i'm sure it is but in
1: 2009 like yeah that wasn't
0: that long ago i know but do you remember the movie ghost in the shell that was also based off of a manga and an anime and it was scarlett johansson yeah
1: speaking of her Kristen bell is in this movie and scarlett Uh johansson was originally supposed to play that role Ah. not sure why she dropped out um well
0: the role is also for essentially a child and scarlet Johansson has kind of scarlet Johansson. scarlet Johansson, has a bit of an older voice she I has like say, a mature like a sexy raspy voice yeah. <laughs> kristen, kristen bell, bell sounds like a little girl sounds like a kid <laughs> <laughs> or at least can sound like a kid
1: especially in 2009 that was around the time that um what what was the first movie that made her famous came out with uh jason Siegel. Uh, forgetting sarah marshall yeah that movie yeah it's around that time yeah okay uh, getting back to this sorry <laughs> it's fine <laughs> Yeah, so they they just whitewashed this movie, and Mm. it didn't do well in Asia, and it didn't do well in the United States, and I think they expected it to do really well in Asia. Right. And I'm sure they expected it to do well in the United States, but they really expected it to do well in Asia, because this is like their pride and joy. Astro Boy, like I said, was the first popular anime manga, whatever you want to call it. Sorry if I'm confusing the terms together, if they are two different things. Anime
0: is a cartoon, manga is like a comic book.
1: Okay, so I guess it started as a manga, and then was made into into an anime anime. Mm. so yeah (laughs) just didn't do well and i think the numbers reflect that okay but they you know did a very 2009 thing and they made a video game out of this movie and it was released for wii ds playstation portable is that psp yes and then ps2
0: okay so how did the, how did the video game do, do I don't have, think very well no, I don't remember it because
1: I can't imagine that it's any fun
0: <laughs> no I, I, there are so many movie adaptation video games that are just not that great they're kind of hard to make
1: <laughs> I recently found my Game Boy Advance oh, at my yeah. parents' house and I brought it to our house here
0: oh I gotta play that again yeah yeah and I
1: had what did I have like a, a I had a rocket power game mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if I had any, based off of a movie, did I have a Shrek game?
0: You had something based off of a movie. I can't remember. It might have been Shrek. The
1: Powerpuff Girls game. I can't yeah. remember the other ones. They were fun. I did anyway. not have Astro Boy for, well, they didn't make it. They made it for DS because this was 2009, and I'm pretty sure right. my, my Game Boy is from 2000 or 2001. Wow. Well, you
0: know. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, let's talk about Nick Cage. Hmm, so please. I watched an interview with him uh, as I do, speaking about um, mm. his character, Dr. Tenma. Mm. And he describes him. He says, Dr. Tenma is a very tragic character. He has lost his child. This is a spoiler. Yeah. And he wants to bring him back using his science in knowledge.
0: Science in knowledge? His science
1: in knowledge. Not I think science he meant, and knowledge? I think he meant knowledge and science. But he okay. said science in knowledge, physics, and nuclear energy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He said he grew up watching Astro Boy on TV. He thought that Astro Boy was like a sci-fi Pinocchio and he really connected to the character because he's just a small boy with big powers. And sure. I guess Nick feels that he is the same way. <laughs>
0: Nick is a small boy with big powers.
1: He felt that there was a tremendous amount of motion in those little Japanese cartoons is what okay. he said. And you, mm-hmm. you, and we, we all know that Nick channels a lot of Japanese kabuki. He Oh
0: my God, that's right.
1: finds Japan to be inspirational for his (sighs) acting style. So it's no wonder that he also would enjoy anime or manga. That's true. And he said that my heart is very much with the Japanese concept of Astro Boy. I felt privileged that I could be a part of it, but I want us to keep the charm of the TV shows. And I think that's what's happening here. And I disagree. I don't think that this movie has any charm whatsoever. It
0: has very, very little charm.
1: I wonder if I saw a more Japanese version of it if it would have more charm.
0: Maybe, I don't know. Have
1: you ever seen Spirited Away?
0: I have not. It's I've really it's good.
1: Great. I've and I'm not a person who is typically into that type of Anim- thing.
0: animated movies.
1: Well, animated movies, but part- like I've I've never been into anime or manga. Right. That movie made me cry. Oh. It, it's amazing. I would definitely recommend it where were we um
0: there might be a weird cut in there somewhere folks the microphone cut off for some reason we're back
1: (laughs) here we are (laughs) that's all i have
0: okay about behind the scenes is that nick cage super anticlimactic that's fine he
1: thought that this movie would be charming and i disagree
0: it was not charming so we'll get into the movie, Nick Cage Scene by Nick Cage Scene then. There aren't that many. There really aren't. I think I've got five or six. So I think to describe this movie, let's start with the opening credits because the opening credits highlights the cast. And this is an all-star cast. I'll just read off some names here. Freddie Highmore, who uh, he's one of those guys that you look him up and he plays Astro Boy as the kid, but he
1: he's yeah, in... He's in that... Uh, what's, he, what's he in? He's in like that newer show... Shoot, it's based off of like an old horror, the hospital or something.
0: Oh, he isn't he the good doctor? He's
1: the good doctor, but he's also <laughs> in. Maybe I'm confusing the two. Things. I don't think that's a oh, if like it's a, the, a hotel. The motel, Bates Motel.
0: Oh, was he in that? I think he's in that. And then he's
1: the good doctor. He is
0: the good doctor.
1: And then he was, I don't know, he was in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Charlie and the
0: Chocolate Factory, that's it. yeah. So he's like a
1: a boy wonder (laughs) back in the day.
0: Yeah, I think he was also in August Rush, right? Yeah, that's a good movie. So he's a good kid actor so he's a great mm-hmm. actor Kristen Bell as we mentioned Nathan Lane is in this movie
1: Nicolas Cage obviously well I'll oh, get he to gets, him. Oh, he, gets, he gets
0: senior billing he is the last author author <laughs> he's the last yeah. voice actor uh Eugene Levy Bill Nighy um Donald Sutherland Charlize Theron and Nicolas Cage so these and are, Samuel L. Jackson and Samuel L. Jackson yeah who I forgot to mention Sam um,
1: Jackson you know from uh from Amos and Andrew oh my
0: god christ if, if
1: you've ever seen that movie
0: <laughs> oh don't 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 watch that movie listen to our podcast and that's enough so anyhow the first scene that we see nicholas cage is actually in the opening narration by charlize theron who that's her only series of lines in this movie is she's just the narrator <laughs> everything else in this movie except for kristen bell is very white men uh, yeah there's honestly. so many white men in this <laughs> so what we find out is that the earth has undergone so much pollution and it's is,
1: like wall yeah
0: so much so that what they decided to do was take essentially new york city but there's a mountain on new york city a volcano a volcano (laughs) and they lift that up into the sky and what's the name of the city metro city or something
1: something standard like that. it's
0: in the sky so there's a floating sky city where most people live and the city is a perfect city because of their help from the robots so they have robots that come around slaves (laughs) do everything for them they clean up they do they're slaves um they are entirely sentient they have thoughts and emotions which we can discuss uh there's a bit where
1: they sacrifice them a lot
0: they really do they just blow them up if they need to
1: yeah it's like people don't want to be test drivers because it's a dangerous job so they're going to build a robot to be a test driver but the robot is sentient so he has thoughts and feelings and emotions right and then he's like i'm off to work honey gets in the car and then it blows up
0: yeah (laughs) yeah they just fucking murdered him and don't care. No. But all of these robots are thanks to a genius scientist, Dr. Tenma, played by one Mr. Nicholas Cage. Then the camera pans out and we find that it's a classroom full of school children watching this video. Then the teacher says, okay, now that the video's over, I'm going to give you guys a pop quiz on the most intense calculus and thermodynamic quantum physics that you've ever... So, What I'm trying to get at is this classroom of young children just watched a video of like, we do things through robots. Yay. And it's bright colors and it's cartoons and it's narrated by Charlize Theron. And then he goes, by the way, here's a pop quiz on advanced physics.
1: (laughs) On rocket science. Literally.
0: Oh, yeah. He says it's rocket science. So then you pan out and it's Freddie Highmore's character. It's Astro Boy. Um, Toby. Toby is his name. His,
1: His human name
0: he hands in his quiz early because he's so brilliant he gets in the car and he's on his way to go see his dad but his dad dr tenma nicholas cage
1: he's a busy man
0: he holograms himself into the car and it's very cats in the cradle it's very i can't i can't <laughs> i can't hang out with you right now son i'm sorry i'm, I'm too when busy are you home, when are you coming home dad when you coming home dad i don't know when we'll be together then son so it's that it's essentially that but freddie highmore astro boy is so smart he reprograms the car and reprograms the robot driving the car to drive to the the lab where his dad's working to go see his big project that he's working on so yes Yes. nick cage's big project that he's working on is he's invited the president of this floating city over to his lab and it's very subtle and i don't know if you caught this or not Han, but the president who's played by donald sutherland is up for re-election
1: i don't know i don't know if i knew that
0: <laughs> he says i'm up I for re-election like 20 times i had no video. idea
1: which it was an election year
0: yeah which i guess is they're trying to derive comedy out of him repeating this over and over God but it's whatever. his
1: only character trait
0: it really is that he'll, he's up
1: for real he'll do
0: anything to get, <laughs> get re-elected re- re- to get re-elected <laughs> is, is seems,
1: the point seems, sounds uh... let's let's <laughs> let's
0: not Sorry, get we'll into keep
1: politics out of this
0: Jeez. So, anyway, no, that's all right. I think it's funny. So, anyway, so Nick Cage is walking the president through his lab and he says, I want to introduce you to Bill Nye. Oh, we didn't talk about Nicholas Cage's. uh, Oh, here. His hair is this big poof, straight up kind of poof hair. and they what, really... What's
1: weirder about his hair is his hairline. I was going to say, they, Sorry.
0: they really compensate for the live actor Nicolas Cage's poor hairline with an incredible hairline. It's like an inch above his eyebrows. If that. If that. <laughs> it's, it's really just thick and full and strong. It's like, like a monkey's. He's got like one of those like ancient Egyptian beards <laughs> where like it just kind of comes out of the chin and goes straight down like you would see on a sphinx yes so there's hieroglyphics inscribed within. It it's not there's none of that just to get the visual of the character down there will be a picture on instagram i'm sure so follow us on instagram but <laughs> he's anyway, pretty hot he's not he has a, he also has a giant nose him and bill naive massive have huge noses for no reason and but the, the rest
1: of their characteristics are very caucasian derived
0: I, yeah everything is very caucasian uh so anyhow the president wants to take some robots and put them in the army so Nicolas Cage and Bill Nighy have developed a peacekeeping it always keeping... sounds
1: like we're saying he's like been Bill in Bill so Nighy many the of these guy. movies yeah, yeah like Bill Nye the science guy yeah I
0: tried to say like Bill Nighy. Nighy yeah is that
1: how it's said
0: I think so but a little bit more subtle than Nighy it's like Nai. Nai. yeah I think so I don't know I feel it in my fingers. I can't help but sing that song every time I see Bill Nye. I feel it in my toes. Go watch
1: Love Actually. (laughs) It's a great movie. To understand this reference.
0: (laughs) So, another thing that Bill Nye has done is he's harnessed energy from, I guess, a meteor, and he was able to split it into pure positive and pure negative energy. As you do. (laughs) Because why wouldn't you just keep pure negative energy around? But the pure positive energy is a blue sphere, and, and the pure like negative energy silver, is a red sphere. Yeah. It's like blue and silver, but mm-hmm. yeah. So that's probably- very obvious. Right. But that's probably derived from the uh, manga, because mm-hmm. at least when you look at some of the older mangas, especially, or older comics- um, it's easier to make contrast with colors like red and uh and blue, blue and like green and purple like there are yeah. ends of the color spectrum so that's why you see like superman is red and blue and like you mm-hmm. see a lot of characters with those same color motifs spider-man
1: but this one is red versus blue
0: right yeah so so are we
1: saying that red is bad and blue is good i thought we weren't gonna get political here oh escape. my
0: god <laughs> this is it this is political talk <laughs> so anyway because the so their plan is to put the pure positive energy in the into the peacekeeping robot, but Donald Sutherland really wants to get reelected, and red trends better with women voters. So, well, he puts the I red thought we Corps, weren't getting political here. Steve. He puts the red core in the peacekeeping robot, and go fucking figure the robot turns evil and starts shooting up the place. So Nick Cage puts down a giant wall to trap the robot in, but his son is behind the wall because his son made his way in and wanted to see his dad's project. Yeah. So now his son snuck
1: into the room.
0: Just gets lit up. Riddled with annihilated. It's, it's gory and it's, it's messy. Not, it's, it's not he you just don't even disappears.
1: It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like poof.
0: <laughs> so I think he does scream here. Yeah. So he's Toby or something. Yeah. He just, he just screams
1: Toby out everything's going to be fine i promise
0: toby like referring to opening the door or opening the glass door mm-hmm. so his son dies so what he decides Rip. to do nicholas cage is he decides to create a new version of his son using the blue core so he takes the positive energy some of his dna and the blue core and creates half robot half boy astro boy
1: replica of what his son looked
0: like exactly and he's got all of his memories somehow that's not really possible through a thing through a string a single strand of hair
1: it's not no (laughs) (laughs) don't you just have to do some punnet squares and then you can figure it out you've
0: got it you've nailed it Where were we? Nick Cage makes Astro Boy. (laughs) He takes him home because now he feels guilty that he never spent any time with him. And just nobody fucking tells him that he's a robot. So Astro Boy has to figure it out on himself. All by himself. So there's a a few weird moments when they're at home, Nick Cage and his son. One of which is they start really boringly doing physics on a touch screen. And Nick Cage is like, "Mm, yes, great. And then for some reason, Astro Boy swipes his hand and it turns into a dancing cowboy robot. Like science. on the screen, science, and it's just like yeehaw, pew pew.
1: That's that's punnett squares and science for you,
0: right? I don't understand it. No, no. it's not punnett squares. <laughs> what are you talking about? What is happening in this episode? We're really going all off the rails.
1: science is, is punnett squares and dancing cowboys.
0: That's so true. You have no idea. <laughs> then Nick Cage is telling his son, "Hey, you're not going to go back to school. I'm going to help you study." So here, study these books. And he says the following. Get the old brain humming again.
1: Like W-H-I-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R.
0: I I don't get it.
1: Humming, like the old brain, like the wheels turning, whir. But like Like the sound that that a robot's brain, like a robot would make.
0: I know that. You don't, we're, we're telling you not to watch these movies. But if you do watch this movie for some ungodly reason, Nick Cage, this is totally out of left field for Nick Cage's character, I feel, to go whirr. Like he doesn't, he's just very normal. He's a normal dude in this whole movie.
1: That's and, why we're making this podcast, Steve. He I takes know. these characters and he just does what he wants with them.
0: I know, I know. So, anyhow. Nick Cage is is all upset that Astro Boy isn't actually his real son. So, <laughs> what did you expect? <laughs> right. So Astro Boy figures out he can fly, and he flies in, and he overhears his dad being like, "I don't even want him anymore." And that's not Nick Cage. I don't even want him anymore. Yeah,
1: he's real. He's got that voice. Oh, that he really does. Hamming it up.
0: Yeah. So uh, there's kind of an exp- uh, the, an explanation to Astro Boy of what's happening. Bill Nye is there, and it's very harry and the hendersons of like go on get out of here you ever see harry and the hendersons
1: (laughs) never even heard of (laughs) (laughs) this
0: you've seen 30 rock though yeah you remember the harry and the hendersons movie no oh or um not movie um episode movie episode no No. it's very funny it's it's one of those classic examples of like trying to get someone to leave for their own benefit almost you know like you know like like the birds have to learn how to fly away from the, the nest like go on get out of here go and it's like oh yeah yeah it's for your own it's for their benefit for their own good but so at the time it th- feels you're like it feels like you're attacking them yeah, like, yeah.
1: okay understand so,
0: that's harry and the hendersons <laughs> all right that's the entire plot of harry and the hendersons <laughs> <Så laughs> don't look it up because there's nothing more exciting or interesting about harry and the <laughs> hendersons
1: so is this something that they made for 30 rock i don't remember this no this
0: is a real movie oh from the 80s <laughs> I, I believe it's from the 80s and we're back folks And it just took a minute to swat a fly.
1: Unsuccessful.
0: Unsuccessful. Anyway. (laughs) So riveting after my Harry and the Hendersons bit.
1: (laughs) This podcast sucks.
0: So Astro Boy gets banished down to the surface world where he runs into Kristen Bell. Donald Sutherland, the next time we see Nick Cage is Donald Sutherland bursts into his apartment and says, go get that core. I need that core. or or you're gonna be arrested, nah. So Astro Boy is apprehended by Donald Sutherland after lots and lots of movie that I just glossed over. And this is where we see Nick Cage again. Nick Cage removes the core from Astro Boy. We're not
1: gonna talk at all about what he discovers down on like the earth.
0: No, that does not include Nicolas Cage.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's like 45 minutes of movie that we just skipped.
0: I don't care. <laughs> through it. Nathan Lane's down there doing terrible shit. There's kids running amok who none of them have parents. There's a there's this a,
1: makes no sense to anyone who hasn't seen this movie.
0: Who cares? Astro Boy comes back up to the flying world in,
1: to save things.
0: Yes, Nick Cage. And uh if you want the and then Nick Cage says to Donald Sutherland, Are you going after that fly again? Yeah. God fucking damn it! This is like... Well, you
1: skipped over the full movie, so no one cares anymore. So I'm just gonna kill this fly. Oh, like
0: people would care if I went into great detail about what happened on the surface world that doesn't include Nicolas Cage?
1: Yeah. Well, the rest of the movie is no relevance. How are you going to explain how he comes back to life at the end without explaining that they?
0: Through the magical powers of Samuel L. Jackson, he comes back to life. again. Who's
1: Samuel L. Jackson? Who does he play, Steve? You didn't Christ. even explain this character. Samuel L. Jackson
0: has two lines in this movie. He plays a large robot named Zog. Now, this large robot is recruited by Astro Boy and his <laughs> band of little orphans to... <laughs> To get re- cleaned up and repaired so that Nathan Lane can enter Samuel L. Jackson, <laughs> the giant robot, into a fight club style coliseum, battle, royale. Ba- battle royale so that he can win money maybe or just kind of fuck other robots up for fun. Nathan Lane's a bad dude. Samuel L. Jackson's a big dude. <laughs> That's all we got. That's all we need. Astro Boy learns his powers. This learns- might
1: be the worst way that we've ever explained a movie it on this It doesn't matter. <laughs>
0: this movie is... Garbage. It's such trash. Astro oh Boy gets captured by Donald Sutherland after the fight with Zod, The president
1: up for re election. president
0: up for re election. Brings him back up to the surface world. Nick Cage says, If you want the core, you've got to kill me first. <laughs> Taking care of a plant and swatting at flies around the room. <laughs>
1: There's
0: one fly. (laughs) His house is riddled with flies. Speaking of which, the next scream is in this scene as he reactivates Astro Boy. Nick Cage screams. (laughs) Donald Sutherland gets pissed, puts the red core into the robot monster again, gets absorbed. So now it's got Donald Sutherland's personality. It starts growing and get bigger and bigger, this robot, because it's got adaptive technology. Which we didn't discuss, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> so now Astro Boy has this big showdown with the giant monster robot Donald, Donald Sutherland, who's up for re-election, <laughs> and ultimately Nick Cage comes finds him towards the end of the battle and says, we "We've got to get, to get out, out of here." here. And Astro Boy, or he says, "The only way to destroy him would be if you were to if combine the, blue core your and cores, the red
1: cord, like, then, combine to make a nuclear, but reaction. then you'd
0: both die, so we can't have that." And, of course, Astro Boy.
1: Sacrifices himself. He
0: sacrifices himself. Flies Kidd,
1: into the red monster robot. He, Nick Cage might have screamed,
0: but I don't recall. He
1: probably says, Toby, come back, or some bullshit like that. Yeah. Big, big explosion. Big explosion. Astro Boy is dead. But, he doesn't have a heart anymore, which is the core inside of him.
0: But he used that core earlier in the movie to activate the Samuel L. Jackson robot. Oh, I'm
1: really glad that we discussed who that is then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Samuel L. Jackson comes back out of nowhere. And his second line of the movie is like, oh I'll help you, or some shit like that. <laughs> I think you said it's no biggie. It's no biggie, even better. Reactivates Astro Boy. And then fucking aliens come down from the sky. Yeah. And Nick Cage is like, You're up, son.
1: And Astro Boy's like, Yeehaw. <laughs> and comes <laughs> <Yeah, like, yeehaw. laughs> after the It's like the end of the first uh incredibles movie
0: very much so it's also like the end of the movie next or the end of like <laughs> any of these other movies where it's just like let's save it for the sequel baby here we go and that's there was it. never a sequel there was never a sequel and that's the movie we did a terrible job explaining it you this did week. a terrible whatever job it's fine it. anything else you'd like to add before <laughs> before we get out of here no <laughs> All right, let's let's go through the next segment of our show here, which is the okay. Nicholas Cage Awards. Okay. Best supporting actor. A lot of good voice actors in this movie.
1: Samuel James.
0: <laughs> Fine, fantastic. Uh, best dressed. He was really only in the one outfit. I think it was his like his lab coat general. and his hair. Yeah. Worst Nick Cage scene.
1: Mm, maybe at the end when he's like, "We have to get out of here," because that's the real. Dick move, you know? Yeah. He's like, finally. So you're
0: saying he should have sacrificed his son?
1: No, I'm saying that (laughs) he didn't give a shit about his son. He wanted to get rid of him because he was like, this Mm. isn't my son. This is a robot. And then suddenly his son has these powers and like is doing really good things. And now he's being selfish and he's like, we have to get out of here. I have to save you. And then his son's like, what the fuck, dude? Like you abandoned me and I became an orphan on this planet. To be Which clear, we didn't talk about.
0: To be clear. He does not say what the fuck, dude.
1: Yeah, he for sure this does. This is rated PG. <laughs> no, he goes fuck you, dad. I fucking hate you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would love an R-rated version of this movie. Uh, okay. So the end is the worst scene for you when they're in the wreckage and he's like, "Come with me." Yeah, it's okay. lame. It's best like, Nick Cage scene. Please. Um is it when he goes, whirr? <laughs>
1: No, it's probably
0: none of these scenes stand. No, no to me.
1: nothing is good. It's probably when he's like recreating him, and he's all manic and excited.
0: Mm. Okay, recreation of Toby slash Astro Boy best yeah. scream. Uh, we only really highlight to- it's at a few. the beginning when yeah. he's like, "Oh no, my god, Toby. Toby!" No, I can't get the wall open. Okay, uh, and then the most nouveau shamanic it's moment. Were. It's the were, I think. Yeah. yeah. That's that easy. Probably wasn't in the script. Or it just said the word were and he just went. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you? Yeah. All right, Han. Where are we ranking this one? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Where the fuck did we put. Wow, we put G Force way too high.
1: G Force rocked.
0: G Force was <laughs> 35. Um,
1: G Force was like an hour and 10 minutes. I loved it.
0: That's true. The Ant Bully <laughs> is at 50. So. Um, I think it's somewhere close, in... probably closer to Ant Bully than yeah, to G Force.
1: Would you rather watch the Ant Bully again, or would you rather watch this again?
0: I'd probably rather watch this than the Ant Bully, personally. But you're the one who is the keeper of the rankings.
1: Ugh, I don't <laughs> care. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it does go Amos and Aunt, uh, It does go the Ant Bully than Amos and Andrew.
1: <laughs> okay, it's it's for sure above both of those.
0: Okay, bringing out the dead. No, that's the it's one not where he's a medic, right?
1: It's it's just right above Astro Boy.
0: You mean right above the Empolie.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, that's going to put the it in, same movie to me. It's going to put it at number 50 out of 57, so fine. I think that's fine. <laughs> well, looking back, we hated this more than I thought, but that's okay. Next week.
1: I'd rather watch Bring Out the Dead than this, so that's my only even rationale. Though,
0: even though he has no on-screen chemistry with his actual it's wife. It's fine. <laughs> All right, next week, we're watching, finally, a legitimately good movie that has very few Nicolas Cage scenes in it, (laughs) and it's a movie called Kick-Ass, and not based on a manga, but based on a comic book, and so, like we did with Ghost Rider, I'll do a little bit of research on the comic itself, and you do some research on the the behind-the-scenes, and then we'll talk the movie. It'll be fun. Yay. It's like Chloe Grace Moretz's first breakout role. Cool. Aaron Taylor-Johnson. Christopher Menz plisse or uh, whatever Platz. Platt's. Cool. I forget who plays the female lead, the love interest. Can't recall. Megan Fox. Probably at that time, <laughs> everything was Megan Fox.
1: <laughs> Two thousand nine was Megan oh my Fox's God. year.
0: It really was.
1: Can you imagine Nick Cage and Megan Fox in a love
0: interest role? Ew, it's isn't disgusting. It's name with Amber Heard in a upcoming movie. Drive Angry. I think it is Amber Heard, right? Yeah. Lef. they
1: were never together though right i don't think so amber heard was with um
0: <laughs> elon musk johnny depp
1: yeah johnny depp that's what i was thinking i did not know she was with elon musk
0: oh yeah really oh yeah there's uh, rumors floating around yeah for sure hmm. good stuff
1: yeah yeah astro boy how did
0: this end up being like a 40 minute podcast uh
1: because half of it like the mic cut out and we're that's gonna true. have to cut it out anyway yeah,
0: we're gonna we're cutting a lot out of this one
1: all right all right bye <laughs> 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 now you know why the in cage for tings. thanks for listening
0: guys Take care.
1: Now... Freak out!